This is your host, Pete Moore, and I am pleased and humbled to announce the launch of my one and only book titled Time to Win Again, 50 Takeaways from Playing and Watching Team Sports to Guarantee Your Business Success. Those of you who know me personally and anyone who listens to Halo Talks for any length of time know that I am an avid sports fan and a big believer in the value of team sports. What I've seen over the past 25 years helping businesses grow, raising capital, being an entrepreneur myself, in coaching and mentoring executives in the sector, it's the lessons learned on the field perfectly apply to business. Entrepreneurs, executives, managers, you name it. Every company that's a strong company has got a good team. It's a quick read. There's awesome illustrations in there from our good friend, Mark, at Cruelty Free Cartoons. If you go to integritysq.com, enter your email address, and we will send you information on the book and the Entrepreneur's Survival Kit as well. Be great. Take names. Go Halo. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having native Virginian recently moved to Connecticut wearing a headband that could turn into his own company. Andrew Page, the Axel Workout. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me here, Pete. Awesome. So, um, you know, you, you've been a, uh, a successful entrepreneur. I'm sure, um, you know, you feel like there's, there's progress that happens, you know, in, in sequence and, the, you know, it's a winding road. So why don't you give your background, kind of how you uh, decided that there was a product that could be improved, um, how you convinced yourself to go down that route and uh, shout out to the doubters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shout out to the doubters. Uh, I've been a licensed personal trainer and performance coach since I was 19 years old. So this has been a, I guess that was my, my first job and first passion. Um, and I was, I did a work study program at the University of Virginia, um, moved to New York shortly thereafter, started working uh, with professional athletes on the strength and conditioning side of things. I worked heavy with NBA basketball players, EuroLeague, um, also heavy with the hospital for special surgery there, um, basically getting guys from the operating table back to the point where they could actually play pro basketball again. Uh-huh. So, um, I have a, a very long, uh, long history with, uh, injury recovery, injury prevention, uh, biomechanics. I just have a, I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of really great sports science institutes like, um, Exos, which was formerly athletes performance, uh, P3 sports science that's out in Santa Barbara, uh, uh-huh. just, uh, you know, have visited and done mentorships and, Is that Mark, and, and like Marcus over there. Yep. 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 Yeah, okay. Yep. So they have a, a great facility. I've been there quite a few times uh, working with them, trying to, to, and also their facility in Atlanta uh, at Emory, uh-huh. which is where you are, right? Yeah, I went to Emory. Yep. Yeah, so they have an affiliate partnership with Emory um, and uh, and another facility that's in Atlanta, working with the guys on the East Coast, part, partnership with the Atlanta Hawks. So uh, shout to them. It's a very cool, very cool facility that they have there. But in the process of doing that, I, uh, I had an idea, but we use the Olympic barbell so much and it's, you know, I'm always working with guys that are, you know, six, six and up, um, where 45 pounds and seven feet long is not really that big for them. But when you put that in the hands of someone who had never lifted weights before, that becomes a different challenge. And the barbell is so important because it is a fixed apparatus and it provides more stability. Unlike a dumbbell where you need to have independent control of either side, unilaterally you can exert force fixed force against a barbell 
Um, and that was a, we needed, we saw an opportunity to create something that was much more practical for people who had never lifted before. So we, uh, I approached my friend and now it's my business partner, um, and co-founder of the Axel workout. We, we took an aluminum crossbar from a, uh, cable cross machine and we ran a, went to a, went to a a machine shop in Brooklyn. This is, I was living in New York. So we, we went over there, we ran a three inch piece of steel through it. Ordered two BMX wheels, cleaned the wheels out. The best, the BMX the best wheel. bike wheels, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s. If you had a BMX, yeah. like, you definitely had a date for the prom. Yeah, we have you some. The axle, the axle wheel, you can see it behind me, is a little inspiration from a mag wheel, yeah. um, except it's an X instead of a five spoke. So, uh, but it's a, we took those, we, we put uh, two pegs on the axle, the pegs that you stand on, on the BMX bike. We put the pegs on the end of it, um, and we made these uh, contraptions called the axle. So, And uh, it was it was really cool. We started teaching a group fitness class. Uh, that was a, in the early days of class fast. We were teaching on a rooftop on 14th Street, 14th and 6th. So uh, having a great summer, uh, we got... Uh, we, we were audited by crunch at that point in time, crunch fitness, who came to take our class, um, as well as our, who is now our manufacturer overseas. Um, and kind of the rest is history from there. Um, I wouldn't say the rest is history. Uh, you recently said on one of your, and I, by the way, I've just, you know, been binging a little bit on the halo talk since my friend mentioned it to me. So, um, and the quote with Richard Branson about every day being a new day is a, is definitely relevant because it's not really like the rest is history. It's like, we're still, we're still at war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, thanks for the binge uh, on us, you know, and um, I'm glad you're on. So, you know, as, as you took the first couple of steps into, you know, diagnosing, okay, there's an opportunity here. I've, I've got clients that, that there isn't a product out there. You know, what, what then turns you into like, okay, I'm going to go and solve this versus, all right, you know, let's just kind of jerry-rig it. You know, I'm going to go and actually, you know, turn this into a company. What kind of, what was the turning point for you that said, I'm, I'm building a business? That's a good question. Um, I actually don't, I think it probably happened when crunch approached us and said, we want to do a national rollout and be able to scale the knowledge that you bring to the table from your 20 years of, you know, 15, 20 years of experience being, Mm -hmm. you know, a sports performance coach into a class. So it's not really necessarily about the product, but about me. And I don't want to say that arrogantly. I just think that that's actually what, a lot of what people want is they want the experience of, of a human being who's been doing it for a really long time being baked into a, a, a you know, a certification, a class format, a, the ability to be able to record videos and be able to teach other people about it. You know, some of these other really important qualities that you see that are very entrepreneurial, uh, you know, that, that was what made me realize that this was not just a piece of aluminum and plastic wheels, but a company that could be able to help people do better with their bodies and learn how to strength train appropriately. Well, I would just, I'll just interject for a second here that anytime we look at a new fitness concept, like I want to know what the DNA of it is. And the DNA usually comes down to a person and that person had some kind of personal frustration that they're trying to solve. And that makes them an expert on solving that because right. a lot of people come to us and say, and I've said this on a couple of podcasts, but you know, it's my own show, so we're going to talk about it again. <laughs> so if anybody wants to take a bathroom break, I'm going to talk about something we talked about before. So somebody comes to us and says, hey, I'm going to take aerial yoga, and I'm going to put it on a spin bike. You know, and I'm like, why? Like, did you, were you missing something that that became an idea, or did you just think that's like a cool 
mashup. And if it's a mashup, you know, get a SoundCloud license or something. You do it with music. You don't have to do it with fitness. Unless you're an expert at it, it got somebody results. It solved the void, you know. So, like, your knowledge, and from Crunch's standpoint, you know, Donna Cyrus is, is a good friend of ours. And she yeah. was she was kind of like the talent agent or like the, like the scout for innovation. I'm finding like, all right, I got to find the coolest stuff out there. And then we're going to, we're going to pull that into the crunch programming. So the fact that she found you, she like identified a, a talent or something that was unique and it worked. Cause she's not like a, you know, fluff bells and whistles type of thing. Like she finds workouts that work. I would, I would definitely agree with that about Donna. She's a great friend of ours and a great mentor of mine and has given me many a hard lesson. And I'm really, really deeply appreciative of that to her. Agreed. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, so the DNA is what they were searching for. So they found the DNA. You came up with a really cool use of another piece of apparatus that, and that, that's important. That becomes, hey, that makes sense. Like crunches on the front end of this. Like that's cool. Right. And that's, yeah. that's something that nobody else is doing. Um, right. So, so how'd you, so what'd you do at that point? Did you staff up? Uh, did you go into like full production mode? What, what was the, uh, we did go, so we had, yeah, steps were crunch approach us. We had already gone into full production mode with our manufacturer. We were doing small batch at that time. So it was a little bit, um, it's actually not as, if you know the right manufacturer, it's not that expensive to make injection molds overseas and source products. I'd say it was. It wasn't, it might, it might be more expensive now, but you can do it on a personal trainer savings salary, you know? And I, uh, and I say that because I think that people should take the leap a little bit more uh, aggressively. One of the things I think about a lot is like, you know, if you could build a company with $30,000 a year over the course of five years, you know, as opposed to having to have 150 K up front, is that something that you could, you know, that you can swing. And I think the answer in a lot of circumstances, and yeah, you can, you can swing that if it's, if you're smart about it, if you know how to run lean, if you know how to use your partnerships to your advantage. Um, and that's also definitely been in the DNA of our company. I think maybe almost to a fault because we've been, you know, now we're, we're recording much, much, much bigger revenues than we ever have before. And yet we're still very lean. We're still, you know, the, the core team, um, you know, with, with, you know, less than five people on staff. So, um, that's been a, that's definitely been a journey. So back to the story is we started scaling up with this as demand started to increase, you know, we got distributors on board, you know, we're now 10 global distributors. We have, you know, three certifications we have, um, you know, and then I, the COVID story is another thing we, as we shifted to consumer, it was just been a, uh, it's just been a really dramatic shift for us. Uh And what happened on the consumer side are you, you going direct and posting workouts up, um, and set up your own kind of direct. Yeah. We launched our, we launched an on-demand channel, um, as well as a live training app. It has a full exercise library. We've been selling on Amazon, Target, Walmart, eBay, Wayfair, um, you know, kind of all the big retailers, plus our own website running digital marketing. That was a big education for me over the last two years. Um, really understanding what, what CPA, CPI, you know, all of these different metrics are, well, how they, how they impact the scalability of your business and can you scale a business with that or not? And I think mm-hmm. the answer is sometimes yes. And sometimes no, sometimes you need a much, uh, a bigger, a bigger customer long-term value to be able to grow your business if you're going to pursue that route. So, um, but it's been great. It's been, I go back on this and I think about, you know, what I put into it and, and what I've gotten out of it. And it's been tremendous thus far. 
That's awesome. So where, where do you take it next? Do you, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of studios that, um, you know, are going to be looking to add on more, I think, functional training. Um, you got a lot of health club chains that I think are going to start to use this opportunity to put more branded programming inside of clubs to compete with the studios and use their square footage properly. Or do you do like a co-brand with somebody who's already, you know, in the, uh, in the space? That's a great, those are fantastic questions. I, I think the the, our objectives are, are really threefold right now. And on the, on the B2B side of things, we, you know, we make an amazing barbell that is, uh, it's actually very easy to clean. It's indoor, outdoor. You can take it anywhere that you want. It's collapsible. It's portable. It has really features four functionalities because you can use it as an ab wheel. You can also mm-hmm. use it as a suspension trainer. So you can connect your feet to it with our, you know, we have a patented, uh, foot cradle that you can attach to the bar as mm-hmm. well as strength band. So it's really kind of four products in one that can go anywhere and it's really lightweight. So it's easy to, it's easy to take inside and outside, but. There is, there's definitely opportunity for branded programming. I think that there's, well, there's one catch there, and that's, you know, candidly that clubs are not so interested in licensed programs right now, or at least they w- they weren't before COVID, and we haven't had a lot of conversations or active conversations with clubs since then because I think that they're still working through their own uh, learnings from COVID and new business yeah. models and strategies. So, um, so that's one way. We also are our, our online community is great. And that has been a really nice takeaway that it's really easy to train people online. And Mm -hmm. that was a big big eye opener for me. And I don't think that that necessarily goes away. I think it's always an option going forward. I think that you have people that are going to be going back into clubs. And I think you have people that are going to be still utilizing the convenience of working out at home. And that's really why they are working out at home is because it is convenient, not because they, they, they definitely miss the community of going to the gym, but if you can squeeze in half an hour, there's value there. So, um, but the third thing that is really our third bigger direction is that we are introducing uh, smart componentry to our equipment. And that is uh, making a technology play into a, a bar fixed barbell apparatus that is uh, that's going to be uh, introducing some pretty novel changes. And that has been uh, encouraged by my wife, uh, who, I, who I owe a lot to, and she is a metabolic disease doctor who understands um, the the deep ins and outs of body composition and um, and metabolic intake and output. So those are kind of three areas of focus for us right now. Gotcha. I was going to ask you a question uh, related to uh, some of these connected digital fitness platforms. Um, we're close with a guy named Sammy who runs a, uh, a company that's uh, similar to the mirror. It's called uh, carbon trainer and it's putting okay. sensors on um, the plates and the barbells and the dumbbells and being able to do remote. So I definitely, you should definitely check that out and hit, hit them up um, about putting sent or putting their, your sensors on their platform. Cause I think a lot, they're going to become kind of like the Roku of that I know them space, actually. You know? I know them. And okay. I've seen this before. So we've checked this out now that you mention it. Yeah. So, so I, that seems to me like going to be an interesting space. And I think a lot of these clubs are going to end up putting a lot of that equipment inside the club. So if you got one at home, we also got one here, you know, we'll give you a sure. much better sound system and you might actually meet somebody if you want to, unless you're like an introvert <laughs> and you want to go straight to your station. Um, so yeah, I think there's because I think there's going to be a ton of equipment for on the, at the home that's just going to be in like warehouses, like gathering dust. So there's too many, there's too many VC connected fitness deals out there right now. Right. 
If you haven't right. bought a rower, if you haven't bought a rower yet, like you're probably not going to buy one. <laughs> Just like so, you had 18 months to buy one. Now, how many rowers are you going to sell? Millions of rowers? You might. I don't know, but I want to. I, I would. I, here's here's the big thing for the that's going to be the winner in connected fitness is the company that is or the companies that are able to understand users from the inside out, not from just a workout perspective. When there is a lot of untapped information that we are able to gather from users that yeah. is not has not been commercialized at all or been able been, been targeted to retail uh, in a, in a meaningful way. And what I mean by that is really, I mean body composition. It's a it's been a treated as a medical device. It is not very sexy. It is not very interesting to users. Um, it, it spits out a bunch of data. I mean, the best things that you can see out there are, are kind of inaccurate body composition scales that you can use in your home. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's never been anyone that has capitalized on the ability to understand the distribution of muscle tissue and body fat segmentally through someone's body, which is technology that is readily available. Uh-huh. Except there's been never been an uh, there's never been an uh, a company that is able to feed you a workout afterwards that allows you to do something about it, right? It just basically gives you this readout that says, "Hey, you're not looking so hot. Sorry, you, you know, yeah, exactly. you got problems." But what if there was a company that's you know, in a product that could say, "Hey, there's you're not looking so hot, but we have a we have a way for you to improve this. Here's here's yeah. the workout that's going to target the visceral belly fat that you have to be able to burn that off so that you have a better long term outlook." So that is that is the that is the angle of what I think the the, the players in the connected space are going to uh, be pushing toward in the near future and hopefully winning in the next you know in the near future because that is the is from a from a health perspective uh, from the from from the conversations that I have at the dinner table every night that is the, it's the answer for us to be able to figure out this problem of long-term health, obesity, diabetes, you know, yeah. lifestyle, you know, as, as you know. Yeah, it's good. Well, I'm glad um, we were able to share the story, make sure people know about your product. You got any quotes um, that you live by or anything uh, that's like a, uh, you know, part of your mission statement that we should know about? I, uh, yeah, I have a couple of like, I guess uh, maybe three ones that are not maybe too dramatic of quotes, but yeah, uh, I was thinking, thinking about this as we were going on. There's a physical therapist that I work with at HSS who's now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He always said, you only get one dose of cartilage in regards to cartilage. That's awesome. I love it. (laughs) In regards to, you know, injuries and, and things like that. I think the second thing that, uh, that always stuck with me, and this was with a, with a nutritionist that I worked with in the early days when getting started, is he says, being hungry is not an emergency. And, that was always something that resonated with me as well. And a really like good that. life lesson, you know, being hungry is not an emergency <laughs> chill out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, those are, those are two, those are two, uh, those are two, making two the, those are making the, the, the highlight reel, by the way, Gannon, put oh, those, both of those on the website at the, uh, yeah, we got this glossary and like a, a quote section. I that usually don't me. bring them straight on to that. Just so you know, it's like a special <laughs> moment. Um, I like that. Great, great. Nutrition is hunger is not an emergency. You being hungry is not an emergency. But, but like, I got to tell you one story real quick. When I started in banking, they give you a secretary or banking assistant. And there, this woman was named Lucindy Roberts. And um, so if you give her something, you have to give her like plenty of time to do it. In investment banking, like everything's an, everything has to happen like now. 
right? So she had a sign up, like a big sign on her desk. Your lack of planning does not, does not result in an emergency for me. I'm like, you're in the wrong profession, honey. Like this is everything's an emergency, you know, that's why you're here. And it was almost like, it was like her plaque was, you know, usually would, you know, would say like, um, you know, you know, play hard, you know, and we'll win, you know, go through every wall. And hers was like, look, I'm just here, you know, nine to five, whatever gets done. <laughs> so stop eating, wait a couple hours, then you can eat, save some calories and get an axle workout in and look forward to seeing you uh, in person. Likewise. Thanks so much, Pete. Awesome. Appreciate the time. All right, man. We'll be in touch. Take care. Keep doing great things. Bye. Bye.